highly favored by the Lord. I remember those days talking Bubba out of preaching. He come to me as a lad of a boy and I run him off. And he come to me several times and I run him off. And uh, but he came to me as an older teenager. He said, I need to talk to you, Daddy. He said, but you ain't going to want to talk to me about what I want to talk about. I said, well, talk. He said, I can't get away from it. And I just want to make sure it's God calling him to preach. And I thought I'd run him off. I thought I'd pushed him too far. Boy, I'm glad God's more than enough. We got enough of mama called and daddy sent preachers. And he didn't know he was going to preach tonight. And I didn't know he was going to preach tonight. And if anybody knows a preacher and you know a Holy Ghost preacher, we don't talk about what we're going to preach. My boy will tell you, you don't mess with my Bible. In my family, you'll come by being not near as much trouble messing with my billfold than you will my Bible. I'm just just being honest. And uh, uh, it's very precious and dear. And... and, uh, he get up and preach on that. He's done preach tight for what I've got tonight. I kind of like to ask him what's going on. Somebody help me, amen. And, uh, but the Holy Ghost ain't never made no mistake. Not being carnal here, but I've been with that boy on every great day of his life, carnally speaking. I was there when he won his first race. I was there when he caught his biggest fish. I was there when he shot his biggest deer. We've done everything together. But boy, I'm telling you, I sat there in that chair. (laughs) And there ain't nothing no greater than see God get on you, boy. And we've had good times in the boat and in the woods and at the racetrack. But boy, ain't none no better than down at the church house. Amen to God. I say hallelujah to the Lamb. He's been preaching out a lot lately. I ain't got to hear him preach in several weeks now. Several weeks, possibly a couple months. God's been using him. And boy, it just blessed my heart. And thank you, preacher, for giving him 10 minutes. He sat down at 9 minutes and 31 seconds. Somebody say Amen. <laughs> I'd hate for my daddy to be my daddy and my pastor. Amen. <laughs> and I've taught them boys, we've got 23 preachers in our church. That's enough to kill any preacher. Amen. And we'll have popcorn preaching, and I give them 10 minutes. I got a cowbell beside my chair Amen. on the platform. You hear me? And I ring it. And if they don't sit down when I ring it, and we'll set them down because... You got that many preachers, you got to train them, amen? And uh, thank God. Well, I want to say to the Calvary Baptists, I want to say something to y'all. I'm glad y'all don't have to have them out there to have church. This reminds me a a lot of home. I don't go to a lot of churches that remind me of home, but this one does. And uh, the singing, the shouting, the atmosphere reminds me of home. And uh, thank God, this is who we've been laboring for all week. This is who I've been praying for. I'm grateful the other churches came, Brother Tracy, but this is who I come heavy-hearted for. 
And I pray that we've been a help to you this week. We got so wound up Monday night on the Bible and salvation, I stripped every gear I had and then got on the church last night. And uh, God has orchestrated this service tonight. And if you'll go back and if you could rehearse and relive the exhortation of the preacher on uh, Monday night was all about being saved. And Tuesday night was all about uh, uh, the church and the singing. And then tonight, all about the blessings. What about that? I want you to go to Proverbs chapter number 28 tonight. And I want to preach on this little thought, and my boy has already took my introduction away from me. All that business about more than enough, I'm not going to rerun what he just said, but I got to say what God wants me to say. Amen. He didn't know. I didn't know. But the Holy Ghost knows. And I've come to talk to you about two little words. And... uh, We're going to find them in the book of Proverbs, chapter number 28. Got three little thoughts, and uh, we'll preach these in mind, God. And let me say again, Brother Tracy, it's been a blessing to be back in your place where God lets you stand so faithful. I mean that. Thank you. Thank you all for how you've treated me. Not trying to expound too much on it, but today... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm two hours and 16 minute drive from my little place in the country. I'm two hours and about 35 minute drive from my father's house. And it's been one of the most unusual days of my life this year. My boy has come down. My brother and his wife's headed to Myrtle Beach found out I was in Conyers. We've had a family reunion today. Are y'all listening to that? I can't believe it. I mean, I mean, my family has come through today and guess where we sit? In the living room of my condo. Hello? Do y'all see how God's orchestrated this? The couch has been full, the desk chair has been full, and my chair has been full. My living room in the condo that y'all got me this week. I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. That God let me see my family in a revival meeting two and a half hours from home. Glory to God. Let us go down to the Cracker Barrel. This is everybody okay? I mean, this. I mean, I could write a book about today. If you, I, I knew that my family was coming through, but I didn't know the other part of my family was coming through. I've not had a friend one come through today. I've had my entire family. Is this not amazing? And it all because my daddy pulled me up on Life 360 and says, "Hey, y'all." John's in Conyers. <laughs> and we've had a family reunion today. It's been one of the best days that I've had on the road. And my boy's going to drive me home tonight. I say he's more than enough. 
Hallelujah to God. Proverbs 28 and verse 17, a man that doeth violence to the blood of any person shall flee to the pit. Let no man stay him. This is a large verse in this little chapter. This verse is has the liberals have took the Bible and distorted this one little verse. This verse has nothing to do with the battle that we fight on American soil. I need you to hear me tonight. This has nothing to do with all of our left uh, liberals that are want to uh, take our military. I want to thank God uh, for the red, white, and blue. Uh, every man, uh, have we got anybody that has served our country in here tonight? Is there anybody? Would you hold your hand up? Looky here, all over the building. I want to thank, would you stand tonight? If you served, I'm going to mind God uh, if you served under that. Boy, ain't that a blessing. I say thank God. I say God bless you men. I want to say thank you. 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 Hallelujah. Can we give them a good hand? We give them a good hand. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Thank you. Every lot of them want to take this verse and say these judgment fallen on those that have shed blood for freedom. I beg the difference. They're distorting the, how the word of God. This is dealing with violence. This is dealing with murder. And war is not murder. This thing started in a war. It's going to end up in a war. I'm going to be with him when the fire proceeds out of his mouth. And the blood is bridled deep to a horse uh, down the Kishon Valley. Uh, I'll be with him, uh, robed uh, in a white robe, uh, riding a white horse. Is that all right? Thank God. Honey, uh, he'll rule uh, and he'll reign uh, for a thousand glorious years. Uh, and the church of God. Uh, We'll be with him. Hallelujah. I can show you that. But I can also show you, and I've not met a theologian yet that wrote on this particular verse, but I know what the Holy Ghost has showed me. Somebody said, well, you ought to put a pen to it. If God wants me to put a pen to it, I'll do it at the appointed time. But I can biblically show to you that this is heavenly wisdom for earthly living. And I can show you, and I'll show you in just a moment that people are violating the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. They have done violence to the blood of any person. Is he not a person? Do y'all, y'all with me, ain't you? Ain't somebody glad for the person of the Lord Jesus Christ? He was 100% God 
but he was 100% man. He was the God man. He was not a man of God. He was the God man. I want to thank God we have a man of God. Uh, but Jesus was the God man. And can I tell you our, our churches all across America are doing violence to the blood of the Lamb of God. Uh, but I'm glad on the side of the road tonight uh, in the middle of this God forsaken city that's bound for hell uh, uh, the witches are driving up and down that road uh, uh, the Satanists are driving up and down that uh, road uh, uh, but I'm glad these are blood bought uh, these are blood washed crowd uh, uh, driving up and down the same road uh, living in the same town uh, I want to thank God tonight uh, uh, that the bloods what's got you and I honey uh, it's the blood of Jesus that's taken us to heaven uh, it's the blood of Jesus hallelujah that'll set the captive free uh, I say glory to God uh, uh, for the blood uh, ain't you glad for the blood uh, hallelujah for the blood uh, where would we be without the blood uh, I don't want to do violence uh, to the blood, hallelujah. Amen. I can't even get my verses read. Now ain't it amazing that it talks about a man that doeth violence to the blood in verse 17 and then verse 18 talks about being saved. The Bible said, whoso walketh uprightly shall be saved. But he that is perversed in his way shall fall at once. Ain't it amazing blood since 17? That's victory. Oh, thank God. At 18, I believe that was no 19's bondage. I'm glad, thank God, there's salvation in 18. Amen. Verse number 19, he that tilleth his land shall have plenty of bread. He that falleth at the vain person shall have poverty enough. The Bible said in verse 20, a faithful man shall abound with blessings. But he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. Verse 21, I'll stop reading. To have respect of persons is not good. Far, far a piece of bread. That man will transgress. Ain't it amazing what a man will do for a piece of bread? When if you live right with God, you can have a whole loaf of bread. Look in verse 20. A faithful man shall abound with blessings. I want to preach on shall abound. Is that all right? I've been preaching this a little bit on the road and it ain't never been the same. Holy Ghost preaching ain't never the same. I want you to know there's one main key ingredient to you abounding. And the Bible said a faithful man shall abound. That word shall tonight is used before a commandment and it ain't never been the same. Holy Ghost preaching ain't never the same. I want you to know there's one main key ingredients to you abounding. And the Bible said a faithful man shall abound. That word shall tonight is used before a commandment enforcing a law 
That word shall means to enforce or be enforced. That word shall means great determination. That word shall is uh, concerning the fact or facts of a promise. You better watch all these little old fellas that's wanting to get away from the these and the thous and the shouts and the shalls. I want to thank God my Bible said a faithful man shall abound. If you study the word shall, in other words, God is enforcing a promise on a faithful man. I've not always been faithful but he has. I've not always done right but he has. Are y'all with me? I want to thank God tonight that God's got a record book and the church of God that is faithful is going to be a church that'll abound in blessings that little word that little word abound now here's where old my boy was getting all tied up while ago it means to be great in plenty it means more than enough did y'all hear him while ago more than enough I was reading that to one writer and here's what he said. He said he's more than enough over and over again. Can I write my own little paragraph right quick? I want to say that he's more than enough over and over and over some more and over again some more. I want to say he's enough over a decade. He's enough over 29 years of the ministry. He's enough of over 38 years or 39 years of being saved. Can I say he's more than enough ever how many times you want to say over. We can say over and over and over and we can say it all night long. He is more than enough and if you'll be faithful you'll abound in this over and over and over again business tonight oh God help us it means to be great in quantity and so three little things real briefly tonight I've read them in your Bible I didn't write this outline God wrote it I want to say if you'll be faithful, you'll abound in the blood. I've come to declare a promise to you, and I'm going to take my time right here. i got my timer, but I'm going to take my time. I'm going to tell you how I pray. Before that little old boy right there, he's a grown man now. He'll be 21 in February. But before he ever discovered planet Earth, and he was in the womb of his mother. I'd lay my hand on the womb of my precious wife. And I prayed over that young man before I ever knew he was a male or a female. Right. We found out he was a male and I prayed God to touch him. God had touched my wife and God had saved him at an early age and God had given him good health. Right. I'm talking about y'all daddies. No, y'all remember them days. 
I prayed over my little old girl. She'll be 18 come March. And I've done the same thing with her. But I'm telling you before he ever breathed his first air, I was a praying God would save him. I was a praying God would use him. I was a praying God would give him a wife. I'm telling you, I'm standing before God. I don't know if there's ever a day that went by. I didn't pray for God to save him and God to save my daughter and God to use my family. And I've been praying for his wife. And five months ago, God gave him his wife. And I believe he's got the right wife. Amen. I had peace about it. It wasn't all up to me. It was up to him. But God leads us as parents. I'm not throwing nobody on the bus. But there's some thought to he ought to marry. But that ain't who God wanted him to marry. I'm glad he married the right one. Amen. I'm praying my girl marries the right one. And can I tell you I've seen that there's enough of blood. I saw God save him. I saw God save my daughter. And here's how I pray. I'm going to say there's enough of blood. I prayed God to save his children. Children's children's children. Oh, Lord God. I'll be honest with you. I want to leave, brother. I'd like to have grandchildren. I'd like to live long enough to be a great grandpa if that'd be all right. I'd like to see God save my grandchildren. I'd like to see God save my great grandchildren. But if I don't see God save them, y'all can throw me on the bus if you want to. But I've been a praying God and save my grandchildren and my great grandchildren and my great great grandchildren and my great 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 grandchildren. I've been praying for five generations that God I would save a man I'm just going to mind God I feel like I'm free enough here tonight I'm glad brother Troy and God hey brother Tracy you said you got nine grandbabies I don't know how many of them are saved but I'm telling you the blood is more than enough blood if me and you'll stay faithful if you'll stay faithful and God's gonna save every one of your grandbabies. I say glory to God. He's gonna save your grandbabies. He's gonna save your grandbabies. Anybody in the house of God wanna shout with me tonight? If we'll stay faithful to God, he's more than enough blood to save our grandbabies. Glory to God. Amen. 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 I said, Amen. I don't know y'all, but Amen. Amen for the day that they call on God. I'm telling you, the young'uns, Brother Tracy, biblically speaking, 
that are yet in the loins of that young man, God's going to save them. Amen. What about yours? Keep honoring God, son, Adam. And I'm telling you, old devil's blindside you, try to bury you, try to defeat you. I'm going to tell you, if you'll be faithful, you're going to bound, son. Come on. Get this drunk, but I'm a getting drunk. Right. I'm glad, thank God. And the devil's allowed the whole bunch of y'all. And the devil's convinced you that you're just washed up. But I'm here to report to you tonight you're not washed up. You're not washed up. I don't care how bad your past has been. I'm doing my best, but I'm about to die. Honey, I'm a glad, thank God. I don't care how many curveballs the devil Hey, Amen to God. I'm going to say something here. The brethren will throw me out on the head. I ain't the judge. Somebody help me. I got them to come into our church. That the brethren won't have nothing to do with them. Hey, some of them sleeved in tattoos. Come on, come on. They got the marks of sin over them. They wear dresses to the ground to cover up the marks. They wear sleeves down to the wrist. And then I got some that don't care. That's between them and God. I'm not throwing neither one of them on the bus. But I'm here to tell you. I'm glory to God. I don't care how jacked up they've been out there. I mean, under God. What in the name of God's happened to the church? The church is supposed to go get the sinners. Amen. I was raised on the side of a steeple. All I've ever known is church. But we're supposed to go get them sinners. Had they not been God my daddy, I'd have never been raised in the church. Glory to God, we got a bound tonight. Hey, man. Sir, I don't know your name. I won't do nothing to embarrass you. But praise God. I hope and pray you never see the bars again. I mean, I'm about to get drunk. I feel like throwing you on my shoulder and running about three laps here tonight. Hey, man to God. Huh? Huh? I mean, I got them in my church that want to go deer hunting, but they can't, but they go anyhow. Somebody holler, amen. Hey, take a slingshot and a deer horn. Hey, man. Somebody help me. Hey, man to God. And uh, that insurance company wanted to come out and say, well, Dorsey, we're going to have to get everybody to file out these here uh, reports if they're going to be counselors. I said, is that a state of, is that a law of the state of Georgia? He said, no, we just want to get you ready so when the state does pass the law. I said, if a state ain't passed the law, you ain't getting nothing around here. Somebody help me. <laughs> Last time I checked, honey, God, uh, take a violence to violence. Amen. Uh, He'll take a drunkard and make a preacher out of him. He'll take a harlot and make a preacher's wife out of him. He'll take a drug addict and make a glorified field Jesus man. 
and glass. You pull a report on me, you'll be heartbroken. Up and go pull God's report on me. And you'll find I'm, I'm washed in the blood of Jesus. You might remember my sin. But God chose not to remember my sin no more. No, we ain't talked all week, but I'll tell you who is talking. I guarantee you I ain't had a heart attack yet, but I believe I had three right there. I mean, who died and made me a new king? And then you can let somebody in the church get caught. And they'll try to confess it and make it right. But we some narrow-minded and self-righteous. We say, well, we just don't know if we're going to let them back in the choir, let them back in the pew. What about all of us that didn't get caught? Now look here, brother. Darrell, it's Darrell, right? You pull a record on me and you'd be dissatisfied with me. Now, some of y'all say, well, you mean that's all your sin is, Dorsey? If that's all you got talking about sin, son, you all right, but it's between me and God. So let's go ahead and take us a real quick test. I hate tests. I failed. And you're fixing to fail. Listen, how many of y'all want to testify everything you thought about today? Son, I prayed. I fasted today. I have. Ain't a sermon on preaching what I don't pray and fast over. Something, substance. Somebody help me. But I'm telling you, I got down to pray this morning. Brother Tracy, it's like all hell crawled on me. Anybody ever got down and said, Our Father? And all of a sudden, the devil crawled on your mind. You went to thinking the most God un- ungodliest thing you ever thought of. Is anybody in the house? With me? Uh, but I'm glad, thank God, we can overcome that old slew foot by the blood of Jesus. Hey! Woo! I'm just preaching on the blood. I've messed a good outline up. I'm 29 minutes. I want you to understand in chapter number 25. Through chapter number 27, you'll find the king and his subjects. Chapter number 28 and chapter number 29, you'll find the king and his sins. But in chapter number 29, verse 15 through 27, you'll find the king and his sons. King and his sons. (laughs) Oh, Proverbs chapter number 30 and verse number 31. These are just the last six or seven chapters of this precious book. You'll find that there's an ideal life in chapter number 30. But then in chapter number 31, there's an ideal wife. Oh, I want to thank God I've got an ideal life and I've got an ideal wife. Somebody help me. And you say, well, preacher, I ain't got no wife yet, but you got a life. Shout on your life because your wife's coming. <laughs> hey, can I say it? You say, well, I ain't got no spouse yet. Hold on, honey. Help's on the way. God ain't forgot you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to say we'll abound in the blood. Now, here's where I wanted to preach a little bit, but I ain't going to be able to. We're going to abound in, now that blood, salvation, that blood, praise God for sanctification, praise God for separation. We ain't got time to preach all that. That's verse 17 and 18. 
Now verse number 19, look in verse number 19, he that tilleth his land. He's got plenty of bread. I ain't gonna be much able to preach probably much more. I'm, I thank God for bread. Yes, I wanna encourage us to all, if you wanna take a pen out, we'll briefly, we'll briefly discuss the book of Malachi. God's opened this book to me without another book. God opened this book to me with a pen in my hand and the Holy Ghost in my heart. Now I want you to understand in chapter number one of the book of Malachi, they polluted the table of the Lord by offering polluted bread, stale bread. Now, now somebody said that's Old Testament. This is the table of the Lord. They, it became contemptible in Malachi chapter one. In chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, and chapter four, you'll find the word cursed or cursed. In all those, you can either live under curse or you can live under blessing. It's according to what you do with the bread. Now, I ain't got time to write to divide it tonight, but would somebody help me? Does anybody know what this is referred to? Ain't this some bread? Amen to God. Ain't somebody glad for bread? You can take your little NIVs, you can take all your other little RSVs, your little ESVs and your little NKJVs. You take it all. Honey, what they've done is they polluted the bread of God. They brought it bread to the table of the Lord. And God, I said the table of the Lord is contemptible. Because they brought defiled bread. They defiled the bread and polluted the table. I want to say thank God. Uh, this is a picture of the table of God. Uh, it's pulpit. It's the table of God. Ain't you glad? Uh, ain't you glad your preacher ain't done went to some little old glass pulpit and done took his tie off uh, and done sat down uh, and said, let's discuss things in line. Uh, I want to thank God for a bread uh, table. Uh, I want to thank God for a pulpit of wood uh, and she can meet uh, and praise God. Uh, Lord God, Help us uh, not to offer uh, defiled bread uh, on the table of God. Uh, but ain't somebody glad that uh, we got fresh bread. Uh, we got fresh bread. Uh, and the table of God uh, is not polluted. Chapter 2, chapter 3. Chapter four, we'll not discuss it all. But I want you to understand, you got the loaf of bread, why would you go out there and join some little old other church just for a piece of bread? Come on. Come on. Amen. You know what some of y'all do? Now my little old girl, my wife still does this. They get that bread and tire the ends off. Y'all with me? I mean, what in the world? That's bread too. I don't throw nothing away. As a matter of fact, I like that. I like that first piece and that last piece. Y'all with me? I'm kind of partial to them. Put a little mayonnaise on there and a banana, peanut butter. Somebody help me. Put some mustard and some bologna. Get a glass of milk. Somebody help me. Where I come from, I call it a dog sandwich. And three stints later, I don't eat as many of them, but I still eat them. Somebody say amen. Under God, somebody help me. I was raised on dog sandwiches. I live on dog sandwiches. Ain't nothing wrong with dog sandwiches. And I like them in pieces. You put them together. I want to say something to me and you tonight. We got the bread. 
And I got to looking, and of course, when I wrote this, I had to write out love literation. You bear with me. It took me a long time to write this. I got to coming down to them. I said, God, I need a word for bread that starts with S. And I got to finding a few of them, but I found one that really struck me, sir. In an aim. Now, let, let me tell you something. Now, over here in the United States of America, if you ever hear staff, you think of somebody done got staff because they been down at the hospital and somebody helped me. To, it wasn't clean. Somebody helped me. Are y'all with me? I don't want the staff around here. So y'all help me now? I, I don't want no more staff. That staff infection. Well, anyhow, in England, they refer to bread as staff. What about that? I got to looking. Now, I ain't completed this study. I ain't. And don't hold me to it now, Brother Tracy, because I'm studying a lot. But what I'm doing is I'm trying to go through the alphabets and find on planet Earth if I can find something referred to bread that starts with every letter, like A, B, C. And it's amazing how many I'm finding. And then I'm finding that the Bible, I can find it referred to in the Bible. Oh, you better be real careful now. <laughs> Anyhow, you can get bread, you ought to get bread, but I want to thank God for fresh bread. And then I got to looking over our about Psalms 23 about a staff. Uh-oh. I found out in Ezekiel there's referred to bread as staff. Before they broke it off. So, oh, glory to God. So I want to say, you know what the preacher's going to bring in here Sunday? He's going to bring some fresh bread. You know what I got tonight? It's got fresh bread. Won't you just get you some bread? <laughs> I'm going to show you some. You know what this is right here? I mean, look at that. You know every one of y'all would like to have a drink of that. <laughs> if I was Mark Stroud, I'd pour out over my head and pour it again. But I ain't Mark Stroud. <laughs> Amen. Huh? If you've ever heard Mark Stroud preach more than five times, he's going to tire something up and pour water over you and somebody else. Amen. Huh? I'll never forget a $500 microphone he runs. Somebody. <laughs> Hello. Commercial for Brother Mark Stroud right there. Hey, Amen. Huh? I do too. He's a personal friend. We've been friends for years. I want to say is that water is also a picture of the word as well. Bread's a picture of the word. Want some of you this week pray Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. God, give him a preacher fresh bread. And when he comes in here and serving you water and bread, don't take the ends off. And if he serves a little toast that's not a little little darker than you like it, eat it anyhow. My wife knows how I like my toast. I don't like it burnt, but I want it brown. Somebody help me. But every now and then the preacher will get so tied up, son, he'll burn the toast. Come on now. And when he's burning your toast, you ought to be thanking God you're getting bread served to you. Amen. And then sometimes when it don't get as brown as you like it for somebody, just eat it anyhow. Amen. <laughs> I'm closing. You know what else I like about toast? I'm a cheapskate. 
Praise God, I was raised so poor. I mean, my daddy tied a, a string to bacon. We'd chew it up and swat it. He'd pull it out and we'd eat it the next morning. Somebody holler, amen. <laughs> That's poor right there. Somebody help me. That's poor, praise God. Don't act like I'm the only one in here raised that sad poor. I mean, you eat that boy, we're going to pull her out of there and eat it again tomorrow. <laughs> I'm closing. Sorry, son. Don't turn out like this and you'll be all right. I'm a cheapskate. And you know that bread will get a little hard. And it ain't as fresh, but still good. You put it in a toaster, you don't know how fresh it is or not. In the heck off it cooks it. And what some of you need to do is just take your bread, ever how the preacher gives it to you. Y'all sang the same songs over. Come on, come on, Rick. Preacher, I got liberty to start the invitation now. You come on, sis, to the piano. I want to preach on them blessings, that stability, that strength, that staff. Uh, it's sacred, that service, that servanthood. No sermons you hear. I want to say something to you. You better be real careful how you treat the bread. Are you with me? Listen to this. To have respect of persons is not good. Far, far a piece of bread. The devil will sell you out for a piece when the Lord's got the man of God giving you a whole loaf. And I've messed up a good outline, but I've preached in the Holy Ghost tonight. I'd rather have the loaf than had a piece. And you know what? Some of y'all, all you getting is what the preacher's giving you. When you ought to go get in the bread box. You ought to go get in the bread box. I'd be ashamed to stand before God and not have read through my Bible from Genesis to Revelations. And if you ain't never done it, Go get in the bread. Amen. You can do it in a year. Three chapters a day. My preacher was making me read ten chapters a day. You read ten chapters a day, you can read through your Bible three times in a year, a little over three times in a year. Just ten chapters a day. You think this is hard? I want, you, I want to challenge you. I've gotten in trouble for saying this. I believe in tithing. I don't do this every month, but I do it once a year. I'll give God a tithe of my time in reading once a month. You do the math. 24, divide it down there. A little over two and a half hours. And if you'll do that, you can read through this Bible in 31 days. If you'll do, if you'll just tithe 10% of your time in a 24-hour period, you can read through the New Testament in seven days. Brother John, I'm not a good reader. You got a smartphone? Have it read to you. I go to bed listening to it. Wake up listening to it. I go down the road listening to it. You know what the, you know what the bread will do? Purify you. It'll purge you. And then we'd preach on blessings. 
But if you ain't careful, you'll never have blessings because you won't eat bread. And to ever eat bread, you've got to experience blood. And don't you get mad at somebody else's blessing just because they in the bread box. Let's stand, heads bowed, eyes closed. How many ever find a place? And say, God, help me to be faithful because I want to abound. I want to abound. I want to abound in blessings. And I had so much to preach on blessings. If you'll just be faithful, you will abound. If you'll just be faithful, you'll abound. Our Father and our God, as I pray over these dear people the last night of this meeting on my part, I pray God for strength on the church and the pastor. God, help us that we'll be faithful so we'll abound. I looked at the preacher. He's been here all these years. I look at his family here. God, he's abounding in blessings. He's abounding in a strong church. He's abounding in a Holy Ghost church. It's cause of faithfulness. His precious wife. God, would you please give her strength. Lord, I pray over his little baby granddaughter. She's going to have surgery tomorrow. <clears throat> oh, God, be with the physicians. May it be a success. Give her a speedy recovery. Oh, God, let him see the day that all of his grandchildren are saved by the grace of God, washed in the blood of Jesus. Grow this church for your glory and for your honor. Meet their needs. Help us in Jesus' name. Pray as long as you need. We're in no hurry.